What's going on? Welcome to Black Women Stemming. I'm Mariah. And I'm Dre. We're two best friends navigating our STEM careers and life in our almost 30s. We sit down every other week to discuss our STEM careers, highlight some badass women in STEM, and laugh a lot along the way. You ready? No, are you ready? Let go. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so, election day was yesterday. We still I'm waiting in my on house, the results. Though, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're still waiting on the results, but so far it looks like maybe Joe Biden is in the lead. You never know with these things. We'll see. Did you, were you able to go vote? Yeah, I did it early, actually. I did it last Tuesday. Did you do it in person or did you um, in person? In? Look, I don't trust them. I don't trust the males. See, at first I was nervous about that, but then I just felt more comfortable. I dropped off the ballot. So it wasn't that bad, though. Yeah, because that's what that's it was. What pretty, said. Yeah, it was pretty spread out and they were quick. It was mm-hmm. in and out. So, yeah, I know the first round in the primaries, I went in person. And I was like, oh, I feel safe. But this time around, since you could just do the ballot ahead of time, I actually liked it a lot. Because I felt like when I go in person, I feel rushed. You know really? what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why, but I just feel That's rushed. That's your heat, girl. I know, but like, because <laughs> technically you can take as much time as you need. Yeah. But something about it, I just feel rushed. So this time I was able to like, just really make sure I was understanding all of the questions. And it's just more lax in your house. Yeah, it was, I really enjoyed it. I would prefer this That's every time. because you're a homebody. I know. I need to stop go get some that. air. I know. I know. <laughs> So, our topic for this week? Dating. Uh-oh. Not just dating, but dating in STEM. Mm. Dating as a STEM professional. Which I'm a STEM professional, you're a STEM <laughs> professional, so we clearly have, you know, some experience. But we're coming from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Because I am in a relationship. Yep. Happy relationship. Been in it for a while. And you are... Single. And ready a dollar, to dollar bill, y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I haven't heard it in so long. <laughs> but you're single and you're, I mean, not single to be corny, and but yeah, singling and mingling. As COVID can take. Yes. But um, you're not enjoying it that much, right? I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Well, what do you hate? What do you like? like? Let's just give it the whole rundown. Let's start from your perspective. Okay. So I feel like like pre-COVID, mm-hmm. like pre-COVID was, it was much simpler Mind yeah. you, we could go out, we can meet new people, you can talk to them for a little bit, whereas with COVID, you're in the house, mm-hmm. it's not too many places to go. Right. And then, like, you know how people used to be like, oh, you hat fishing or something? Oh, oh you what's can, that? Oh, you don't know what a hat fish is? Hat fish? All right, so it's like, if a guy wears a hat, right, mm-hmm. they look good. Right. Oh, But when like they take the hat fishing, off, but you be like, damn! Oh, that is true. <laughs> Funny receding hairline. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's just like that's what? true. Yeah. I've experienced that. That is true. Yeah, that is too. Or like now, it's like beard fishing. That too, because they grow the beard, and then when they shave it off, you be like, "Baby, you need to grow." You or you see an old picture of them, and you like, mm? <laughs> "Don't you ever cut that beard?" Right. Don't. So now it's mask fishing because the only thing Ooh. you see oh is the God. eyes. <laughs> All you see is the eyes. They'd be like, oh, let me see your Instagram. <laughs> it's 
so I can get the real effect. Like, stand back 12 feet and pull that mask down. Let me see what you're working with. Got a tooth in this direction. So it's been so it's even harder now. So it's COVID. even harder now because now everybody relies on day nets even more mm-hmm. than before. Because like, how else are you gonna meet people besides? Yeah, swiping. See, I feel like I missed the dating app trend, and I don't know if that's because dating apps weren't as popular when I was like dating, mm-hmm. or if it's because I was always too nervous to use them, so it kind of passed me by. Honestly, I feel like in college I did not use dating apps. Like it's college. Yeah, I feel like I don't like know. it's so many people you meet in college. Yeah, what do you need a dating app for? That's definitely true. But then, like, when you're in your careers and you're busy, mm-hmm. and then you might go out maybe on a Friday and a Saturday, you might hit that brunch on a Sunday, mm-hmm. maybe, if your right. time allows you to. I was thinking one time, you know, if I were to be single, it would be really difficult for me to meet people. Yeah. Because when you're in college, like, there's so many points of contact. Like, mm-hmm. there are parties, you have class, right. people on campus, you right. have an internship Some type with of young social, people. Right. But know. then, when you're in STEM... And not to say that you can't date mm-hmm. outside of your race or outside of, you know, your culture or whatever else. But it did seem like it was a bit of um, like a disconnect. Like, for example, if you were to be in most places where maybe there are more black people or people, you know, with just a similar cultural background. Like, right. They would try to talk more. Right. Whereas when you work around more people from different cultures, you're not really going to get hit on that much. Right. You know, like, like, oh, you're going to find your husband at work. And I'll be like, no, nah. it's not happening for <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> No, and no offense to none of my coworkers, but I'm just saying, like, one, I don't really do the date where you work thing. Yeah, we heard the story from last time from the WTF (laughs) career moment. I don't don't do that anyway because I I feel like it's kind of like if I'm gonna see you at home, Mm -hmm. I want to see you at home and eight or more hours at work. Because now I'm sick of you. By Friday, I just don't even want you in the house. Yeah, go to your mom's for the weekend or something. So what do you think, do you think that it's easier with the online dating or do you think it's easier with meeting people in person? Because I feel like... I feel like it's easier in person. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I've been doing this whole app thing for a little bit and Mm -hmm. I hate it. One, because I'm paranoid. Yes. I'm paranoid because there's so many women getting kidnapped or trafficked like and stuff like that. And it's just like you can meet up anybody, you can screenshot anybody's picture Mm -hmm. from their public pages and set up an account and you don't know that that them yep but that's why i don't meet up with nobody unless i facetime with you oh that's a really really like, good idea. if i haven't facetime or done some type of video calling with you mm-hmm. i can't meet up with you that can't be my first time meeting you i have to like see you yeah but you know even with that girl you know i watch murder shows galore <laughs> i'm a detective the ID channel <laughs> yes every on everything i watch murder shows galore but i was just watching a series that was talking about exactly that murdering online dating yeah how it happens it's it's like these companies don't need to monitor like the criminal past or like whatever kind of risk factor these people bring because there are no background checks right they are not liable and i feel like they should complete some type because definitely i think i saw this one story where this girl was meeting this guy met this guy on the app Mm -hmm. and he invited her out on a date hiking right one i would never go hiking on a first date Oh, yeah, not on a first date because wood. It was a first date. Exactly. Yeah. That I was, was the thing that came. And I think that's what came on to her mind, right? Mm-hmm. So then she declined, but then I guess he met someone else mm-hmm. and took her. 
and he ended up killing that girl. Oh my lord! During the hike, see, I don't do the woods. I don't like. I don't like no animals like that anyway. I, I'll all, give me a, a dog. You're missing a hamster. Out. I try to go hiking at least twice a week. See, I in my love mind, hiking. I just feel like some wild animal is going to jump out on me on this trail. Maybe it, it's worth uh, the risk. Maybe <laughs> it ain't worth no risk. <laughs> It ain't worth no risk. But But I do not like I that's why it's like with dating apps, it's like pros and cons. You have to be so careful. But it is very helpful to know it but can give you the impression liars, that one, these people have the intention, like maybe they want to These people date. are lying. Let me tell you. Okay, I matched this one me. dude, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like he was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then when I talked to him, guess where he was working? And it's no offense to nobody, but I'm going to just say it's a lie. Yeah, Don't a lie, lie about your occupation. Mm-hmm. He worked at a gas station as a cashier. That's a huge difference. Was he an aspiring lo- No, it's a lie. A lie it's a, a lie. lie. A lie is a lie. It's Let's either you're even- a lawyer, you're a law student. Yeah. It, like, it's two different things. Yeah, you're not a, a lawyer. Difference. That's a lie. Yeah. You're a full-blown liar. Is what he exactly. I'm a liar. A lawyer. What like, Medea say? Right. A lawyer. He's like, did I say lawyer? I meant liar. But, um, like, yeah. No, you don't do that. So I think that it's difficult to date, period. I'm not someone who is good at dating. Yeah. Look, I'm an introvert. I don't like meeting people that often. I don't want to know your favorite color. Like, I hate that stupid phase of like getting to know someone oh it's the worst it's the absolute worst so to do that over and over and over again i don't want to do and you have to be open-minded you have to be so open-minded but this is my thing do you feel like it's more difficult as a stem professional or do you think it will be difficult either way i think it's difficult period but i think it's even more difficult when you have things going for yourself mm-hmm. because i've come across like a lot of guys not you know, just dating wise. And they'll yeah. be like, you know, the first thing you say is, oh, how old are you? Mm-hmm. Then the next, oh, so what do you do? Yeah, that's like literally the, no matter who you meet for whatever intention, they always say, what do you do? Yeah. I actually hate that. But go ahead. You hate that? I hate that. Why? Because what does my career have to do with anything? Because mm-hmm. it depends on what you're dating for. Let me put that out there. Okay. Some people are dating just for, you know, for fun, just to have a body next to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people are, are dating for, you know, marriage. Yeah. Some people want to date to marry. Definitely. So it's like, I don't want to waste my time. So yes, what do you do? Yeah. Because I want to know if your, you know, your goals are like, you know. In alignment with yours. And- exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes, what do you do? And then, yeah, I be wanting to know what you do. I want to know, oh, well, what do you like to do for fun? Because then we can venture off and like, okay, maybe we can meet up for a date or something oh, and do thing. something together. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have something in common. Guys are so dry on these dating apps. Yeah. So they have dating apps now where the girl makes the first move. Like Bumble. Like Bumble and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or in um so you have to send the first message. So if I send the hey, how are you? Or hey, I like this on your profile or something like that. Yeah. And then you'll hit me back with a oh thanks. What am I supposed to say to that? Yeah. Yeah, and what difficult. did you swipe right on me for if you were just going to give me the oh, okay type? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So so you basically feel like, I know you were saying when you started, you were saying you do feel like um, it's difficult to date nowadays, but not just if you're in STEM, it's basically if you're more accomplished. Right. And you, are you saying because you are more accomplished, it may be intimidating to someone? Yeah. To who I've actually date? had a guy tell me that I was like intimidating. What? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. Wait. And, and I didn't keep talking to him. Yeah, because then that means, well, what do you think about yourself? Exactly. That my success intimidates you. But I do actually know that to be true mm-hmm. because I read an article on marketwatch.com and it was basically talking about um, an engineer. Her name is Holly Shaftel and she is actually a dating coach. She started a, a business mm-hmm. where she coaches women in STEM so that they are able to date successfully. Mm-hmm. Like depending on what kind of dating goals you have. Right. She'll craft whatever her coaching services are to are to that because mm-hmm. she knows there's an issue with dating as a STEM professional. It is. Like, it is because... Men are... In, well, some people can be intimidated. We're in, like, male-dominated fields. Right. And when you, like... When you're dating and you meet people and they be like, Oh, so what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like, my mom likes to brag. I keep my some of my credentials to myself. Oh, really? I do. I read that in the article, and I said that's so strange. I, I I didn't know that someone would do that, but I can I can see it now because you've actually had someone say I'm intimidated by yeah. that. Oh, that don't stop my shine. No, of course. I'm just saying that I will hold back some of my credentials sometimes because I just want to fill you out one, mm-hmm. and I don't want you counting my pockets. Oh, that because too. people automatically assume oh she does this, oh she has that, oh she got money. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, mind your business. Definitely. You know? Always don't mind tr- your business. <laughs> don't count my pockets just based off of my occupation. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I'll hold back on my credentials sometimes. Like, if I'm with my mama and I'm around people, she'll be like, yeah, Mariah has her master's and Mariah's working on her doctor and da 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 da. And I'll be like, dang, girl. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for selling me. I know yeah, you're proud of me, but at the same you. time, like, I don't be wanting to tell everybody. Yeah. And it's, it shouldn't be like that. You know, you should be able to say that without. Uh, someone being intimidated by that. My mom keeps telling me, oh, Mariah, you're going to have to date a man older, more sophisticated, mm. because they'll appreciate you more and they'll, they won't they will be intimidated by your success. You know what? And I'm getting a little bit irritated by the concept that we have to do that. And I think that I'll speak, we can only speak as black women, yeah. let's be honest. But in our culture, me and you have talked about this numerous times, mm-hmm. it almost feels like the standards for dating are so different. Like you can date someone for a decade, and they'll be like, "Oh, we t- we talking? Not even like, fiance. Like, oh, that's not, not your, even girlfriend. That's not your girlfriend. Ten years. I mean, we talk, we talk, and it's Ten like years. it almost seems like there's this it's people are so scared of commitment, very afraid of commitment, very afraid of moving toward marriage. Right. Even though I mean, y'all are basically common law. Depending on what state you in, now right. Maryland don't have it. Right. But depending on what state you in, if you are living with somebody for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. you you know, and you have certain things in each other's names and stuff like yeah. that, it is common law. And right. I don't think some people understand that. But it makes it difficult also because if people always have this standard of, okay, I don't have to move to the next step. If you are someone who's looking for like a long-term commitment, marriage, but like you know, me. that's where communication comes in, though. You have to communicate. Some people settle. And that's yeah, their, I think that's, that's their personal, a lot of time you know, happens. decisions. But it's like, if you choose to settle, I feel like they're, you're not going to get what you want out of your partner if you mm-hmm. don't ask and require it either. Yeah. So if you don't require certain things and you're, you know, you're giving them, oh, babe, I'm okay with this, mm-hmm. then they're not going to give you more. Right. Why? But there is the aspect that you have to look at. And this is, I know this is probably my personal belief. And I almost feel like it's a little bit, I could be wrong. I'm Mm -hmm. still working out the kinks of it. But I do feel like the way that we date now, it makes it 
a lot easier for people not to commit Mm -hmm. because they know there are so many options now. So, like, say, for instance, before maybe you were dating someone, you've seen other people, but for the most part, you're like, okay, this seems like a good situation. I Uh want to possibly get married or do whatever you guys are going to do. But now it's almost like, well, I don't have to be in a committed relationship to you because if you don't give it to me, I'll just find Find this person on the internet. So, you know, like, you can get in touch with so many people now. That's that true. A lot of people don't want to date in a serious way anymore. But it but the thing that annoys me about that mm-hmm. is they don't want that, but they want the extras and the benefits that come with being yeah, in a Yeah, they want to have their cake and eat it too. And, but the problem I have with some people is that they will do that. Mm-hmm. And so because there's so many options out here, guys like, Oh, you're not gonna give it to me? Well, she gonna give it to me mm-hmm. without the commitment. Yeah. So it's like hold yourself on a higher standard. Yeah. But so I'm I'm on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter and some of the guys I follow from like college, high school, stuff like that mm-hmm. are accomplished. Yeah. And in their eyes, they feel like it's almost like no woman can either be on their level or mm-hmm. it's going to take a whole lot. You know, this girl had just had to be so awesome yeah. for them to want to commit and settle down. Yeah. And and that's the issue I also have like dating. Some guys feel like they are above you. They mm-hmm. feel like, you know, they're and everybody should know their worth, you know what I'm saying? Right. But don't try to shame me if I don't make how much you make. Right. And stuff like that. Or if I'm in a different career mm-hmm. and don't try to say, Oh, I'm here, I'm there or whatever and I don't think I'm ever gonna find a girl that will be on that level with me. Yeah. And it's like, but what level are you on? Because the way you're talking to me sounds so immature. Right. And what's the stupid? Yeah. Really foolish. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things, especially being on the other side of someone who is in a relationship, right. is realizing when I see a lot of people like in the dating world Mm -hmm. right now is like so much of what they say about what they're looking for or what they're willing to do Mm -hmm. you know for a relationship and stuff is like it's going to be very difficult for you to find a healthy relationship because your mind is so skewed Mm -hmm. it's like when you're in a relationship of course you want somebody to preferably be on your level Mm -hmm. and to have all of the qualities that you want but there's the also there's also the aspect of being able to grow with someone and taking them at face value and saying i see the potential in you i see you know everything that's special about you i value it i want to nurture it with you the same way i want you to nurture the potential in me so it's like you're never going to get a perfect specimen right and on top of that they can be great today and be a whole new person in five years Five months from now. I know the person I was six months from now is a way different person than I am today. And my boyfriend has had to experience each of those people that I've been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same way with him. It's like he's been 20 different people since we dated. But the thing is, I love him. So it's like I'm excited to see all of the failures that you have and figure out how I can help you. But a lot of people are not with that now because the same way where me and you talked about this before as millennials it's kind of like oh you're not doing it for me i can go over here yeah with jobs yeah with cities it's a horrible mindset to have it's a good but it's like pros and cons to that Mm -hmm. type of mindset because it's just like why give up so fast on certain things you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i don't know like i've had i know in my mindset when I was like going through college and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I was focused on my career. Yeah. I wasn't looking for anything long term because I had goals that I wanted to set before I was really like long 
term commit yeah committed to someone mm-hmm. so i feel like i missed out on a couple good people i ain't gonna lie yeah and i regret that a little bit yeah just a little bit not and a I, whole lot. I guarantee you so many women in similar situations where you have a more demanding job yeah. i bet you they have felt the same way too but then it's just like would i be where i am today mm-hmm. had i not done what i did yeah. you know if, if you I didn't take not, that time to completely devote to your career would you be able to still have made it this far right it's hard to say i don't know so speaking of that though do you think that there are benefits to being single versus being in a relationship um because yeah. we can we can yeah i was about to yeah. say we can settle this right now because i'll tell you <laughs> Well, you tell me your perspective. Okay, so being single is hard because it can be lonely. Yeah. When you're in a position where you really just want that partnership and you're ready to grow with someone, it can feel very, very lonely. And then you can almost start to say, well, what is it about me Yeah. that I haven't found that person that is like really right. connecting with me or feels like I'm worthy of, you know, whatever. Or you'd be wanting to go get a dog yeah, or a cat. Your mind... <laughs> will create all of these different types of narratives, right? So that's why it's difficult to be single. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you have a lot of time. Like, all of your time is yours. You have no obligatory anythings for anybody else but you, Mm -hmm. right? And then, again, that gives you time to work on your career, to have hobbies and really like hang out with friends and all of that other stuff right but when you're in a relationship and of course it depends on what kind of relationship you're in i can only speak for myself Mm -hmm. when you're in a relationship that is a job in itself whether like it's super rewarding but having to devote a certain amount of time to someone Uh is important i talked to you about this the other day sometimes you do have to schedule in intimacy or time together because you get so caught up okay i gotta record the um podcast oh i gotta work on the vlog oh i have to study i have to do this stuff yeah and he's doing his stuff so it's like oh we need to make sure that on saturday we spend time together like devote time time. every day and that's a job because sometimes you have other things to do even though you want to be with that person it becomes difficult with life. Right. And then there's the other aspect of, I can't say being a woman. Yeah. Because that's sexist and it's really not true. Mm-hmm. So I can only speak for yeah. me. And the way I like to love my love language or the way that I show love to people is mm-hmm. by care. So I want to be able to cook dinner. I want to be able to keep the house clean mm-hmm. or do those kinds of things. But I also have a job where a lot of times I'm working more than 40 hours a week, you know? So It's a lot to juggle. It's a lot. Even on the other hand, where he doesn't care if I cook or clean or do anything, there's an aspect where I know when I first started the job that I'm at now, girl, it would be a lot of days where I wouldn't come home till 10 o'clock. So what does that do to a relationship where, gratefully, you know? I feel like that's where communication also ties in. It wasn't bad for us. It was okay for us. But in other situations, there will people, there will be people that'll be like you nah, need to make time for cut me it. that's crazy yeah but that's also like again you got to communicate like like you said your love language mm-hmm. or what do you want or are expecting from me yeah. in this relationship yeah so that i can make sure i'm giving you what you need and you're mm-hmm. giving me what i need and when we feel like we're lacking that we're you know our bond is tight enough that we'll talk to each other about right. that you know what right. I'm saying? so 
I think it's hard either way you look at it, depending on, it's just depending on how your relationship is for a person. Yeah. You know, and then as a single person, yeah, that crap hard. Especially, like, when you have friends that are, like, married or in relationships, mm-hmm. and then you want to hang out, so now you got to find your single friends or find some single friends, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, your friends are dating and you're just sitting here working on a business yeah. or something like that, yeah. and you're just like, I want to date too. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mind you, yeah, I say guys are intimidating me, but I'm also talking yeah like i'm like six six one for real yeah so it's not a lot of you know the tall guys like the short little itty bitty girls yeah that's true so it's not a lot of and then the little short dudes like the tall girls and then it's just like dude see you picky you it's not really picky one. i i don't to a certain extent it's not your preference it's not my preference everybody mm-hmm. has a preference and then it's just like i'm not trying to bend over to kiss you yeah. like that either mm-hmm. <laughs> no offense yeah no offense to like, my my brother my brother's shorter than his wife and they i mean they it make works it work. for them yeah i feel like when you find your person you know it exactly like whether it's their height their size exactly. it doesn't matter because yep. you know that's your person most of your preferences will go out the window when you find someone you're like right. oh this is the vibe like we're vibing right. this is this and works. i'm not saying i have dated guys shorter than me and mm-hmm. i like them mm-hmm. so like i said the preference thing with the height would i prefer a guy that's like as tall as me close to my height or taller yes right because i am a six footer mm-hmm. but if I vibe with you and you're short, that's just the way it is. As long as you're comfortable being you yeah. and I'm comfortable me, me, being me mm-hmm. and you don't mind me putting on heels because it's going to happen. I'm girly. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I'm girly. So, it's I'm going to be six foot and some inches because mm-hmm. I like to wear heels. Right. But it's just, it's, it's hard. It's definitely hard. And I wanted to look into more stuff to just get a, a grasp on if other people were experiencing the things that I know that you experienced or what has been my experience. And I found this article on nature.com. Mm-hmm. It was published in um, February of 2019. But the rundown of it is basically, they did this study on men and women in STEM fields, in the STEM field. And they basically found that 23% of men and 43% of women who had become parents during the time of the study either went part-time switched to non-STEM careers or they left the workforce altogether. You know, obviously this is about having a family or being a parent instead of just dating. Mm -hmm. But the reason why it's important to this is because they basically said what they were finding is that because both men and women leave the STEM field when they have families and stuff, they're seeing that the STEM fields are so demanding that people don't feel like they could emotionally handle both, like having a family or having a social life that requires more while still being able to excel in a STEM career. So I think that that is a big reason, like what you said, why women will postpone serious dating or what, you know, whatever kind of time consuming dating. But I was also young too. Mm -hmm. And you know, some people find their soulmates in college and who knows, I might've walked across mine and ain't care Mm because I was like, "Uh, you know, we're just cool. We're friends. I got more important things to worry about right about now. So, and now I'm here almost 30 and I'm just like, all right, now I'm ready to settle down. Where you at? Where you at? Oh, dang. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't even want to settle down no more. Right. So I feel like um, I also think that's based off of, you know, where you work as well. Because some companies, they'll make sure you have a good work-life balance, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's also who and where you work. Yeah. And then some people, you know, they just... They work like that until they get to a point in their careers and they're like, all right, I'm ready to be with my family. Being single, you know, loneliness is real. Yeah. Especially during COVID, Mm -hmm. it hits seriously because Mm -hmm. it's just like, especially if you live alone 
Y'all know how many times I was like, I'm about to buy, I'm about to get a dog, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's raining. I ain't going to want to walk that dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I changed my mind. I've been going back and forth since probably quarantine. <laughs> like, I'm going to get a dog. Yeah. Besides the loneliness, um, I don't know. I feel like I just missed, like, the whole just going out on dates yeah just having your person you know just hanging out watching movies someone to talk to and hang with but then i'm also like i'm only child yes so like when i finally get that person in my space how am i gonna be because i'm not used to sharing my space with anybody yeah not only not used to sharing your space but you're also not used to like that um kind of like the compromise of relationships you know what i mean yeah we're like if you grow up with brothers and sisters like you have to compromise at some point because and i didn't right you didn't have to do that no you've always been like oh you don't like it go back to your house exactly (laughs) (laughs) call your mother exactly so that's a big shift too so that's gonna be like i feel like that's gonna be my big thing because i don't i don't know even in college, I had, like, sweet mates. Mm-hmm. I never really did the whole roommate thing. Yeah. So, we would share common areas, but where I slept was my area. Yeah. So, it's going to be a little weird. But I feel like, if I feel like that about you, and you're in my, you know, where I lay my head and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I obviously feel a certain way yeah. to trust you. But, so, like, I can't wait for COVID to be over, which it probably won't be over for a while. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so hard yeah to date you know would you ever like the woman that i talked about in the beginning how she's a dating coach for women in stem would you ever consider something like that i feel like for me to get to that point i probably have to be in my 30s really yeah so you wouldn't do a matchmaking service right now no what (laughs) well what's the difference between would you would you i'm gonna tell you why i wouldn't do it right now Mm -hmm. because right now i just want to still do like the organic so We'll just see what happens, you yeah. know. You do you do you know what time it is? Yep, yep. I do. I do. What time is it? <laughs> time for the STEM woman of the day. <laughs> oh yeah. So who you got for us this week? So who is she? So Lisa Sue is a Taiwan-born American business executive. So she's held positions as the senior VP and COO before being named CEO of Advanced Micro Devices, which is also known as AMD. So she's been the CEO since 2014. Um, She's a graduate of MIT. She got her bachelor's, master's, and her PhD in electrical engineering from MIT. Wow. Which is like, to even get into MIT is insane. So. You know she off the charts. She's amazing. Kudos to her. Lisa Sue is actually best known for her work developing semiconductors. So. Anyway, she was named Executive of the Year by EE Times in 2014, and she's um was named one of the world's greatest leaders in 2017 by Fortune, which is like that's amazing. Yeah, and it's super well deserved because she has completely turned around AMD. Like when I say completely turned around mm-hmm. AMD, I mean boss moves. When she took on the position as CEO. AMD was on the brink of bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Like this company was about to fail. And at this point, she has um, taken their stock to a 1300% gain. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. So in fact, at $59 a share, it is the it was the best performing stock in the S&P 500 in 2019. Wow. So think about a company that was about to go bankrupt in 2014. That's awesome. 
and in 2019 is the highest. I'm actually really impressed by the fact that she even took on the position as CEO. But Lisa Sue. Yeah, that was a big risk. Yeah, that was a huge risk. But Lisa Sue in an interview, she actually said that she was excited for the challenge. She said, in fact, that's why I became an engineer in the first place is because she liked to take on the challenge. Mm -hmm. But the crazy thing was she knew that in order to turn the company around she would have to go big on building tech for like high performance computing mm -hmm. so when so think about like cloud computing data centers she had AI, to take it to the next level gaming, she couldn't keep doing stuff. what everybody else exactly. was doing because that wasn't doing anything but okay so when you think about like cloud computing data centers ai right gaming that's like super commonplace now right but it wasn't in 2014 so she had to basically say in this industry, she they to have think to out say, the box. what are people going to want five years from now? Yeah, you have how to, are though. we going to make it good? And then how are we going to compete? Right. And that's what she did. And it worked. And it worked so much that she was essentially able to cut out a lot of Intel, you know, Intel, the corporation, an impressive amount of their market share. So you're talking about a market that's a 20 to $30 billion industry. If you're able to take another piece of somebody's pie, that's a huge deal. She decided to purchase a smaller company called Zlinx, but basically they're another chip maker company and they're promising to make her, make her company an even bigger competitor with Intel. Mm -hmm. So she's basically about to get Intel up out of here and she making that shmoney shmoney we are almost towards the end of this year 2020 has gone by quickly why don't y'all in our next post when we talk about this episode yeah why don't y'all comment underneath and tell us like what do you do and we'll shout your, you out shout you out the next yeah, episode what letter are you in stem or if you're not in stem what are you doing even if you're a rapper or something it'd be kind of cool to know yeah okay well, thanks for listening and tune in for the next episode. In um, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks from now. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>